Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your homeroom teacher, asking for everyone to please hand in their first big project of the year, Eric Getty Gettinger. Grab a ski board as well. This week is uh, Alex Arona is the gym teacher with the cool kid lingo. Getty, that intro was cringe. I hope so. And I think our time is best spent showing people how to skate without getting hurt. Check our TikTok. We get just a lovely, uh, just a, nut shots. Uh, an, amal- an amalgamation of nut shots. me playing skate games and getting nut hit in the junk. Shots. Isn't it? Isn't that the name of the video too? Like nut shot extreme. <laughs> I would. Have, I that probably would have gotten more clicks to be fair. Yeah, man, you gotta workshop this stuff. <clears throat> I gotta get that SEO going. All right. Uh, did. The, I hope everybody's also ready to practice their punctuation this week as English teacher Joel DeWitt is in the house. I swear to God, if I see another comma splice, everyone. Hey, what's a comma? Aren't you the one that tells us we need more commas? You're our editor. Yeah, but there's a difference between a comma and a comma splice. (laughs) You know what? Joel, what's the difference? Tell me. This is all very sus. (laughs) What what part of it? The podcast? I'm pretty sure sus is the, the common thing now, not cringe. No, cringe is it. Cringe is, is one of them right now. Mm. No, he hasn't okay. been skating in weeks. He doesn't know that that's true. I need to go back to skating. <laughs> it's too much snow out there. No, there's a All bunch right. of snow. Right. Go back mm-hmm. to Calb. has got the new hot park. I'm not joking. New hotness. Until he can all make it out there. All my friends are in DeKalb and I, I miss it. I'm like, I gotta go back to DeKalb just so I can hang out with all my friends. Let me pass it over to music teacher Alec Parks, who will be keeping the tempo what can I say? I'm just going to bang along. Uh, on a drum. Alec, on a drum. Maybe. Uh, you just fawned so hard. Alec, <laughs> Alec, do you want to work? No, I just want to bang on my drum all Thank day. Thank you. Thank you for... I was. I did not know where we were going with that <laughs> using one. I like the, it. Really? <laughs> that's not where my mind goes and i don't know why really don't know where my mind went it didn't go anywhere weird or dirty it just didn't go anywhere well like, it, it didn't go ringo if you'd like to figure out where alex's mind did go you should stick around for the rest of this podcast because it was rihanna's work 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 work. you know this week we got all kinds of business and early adopters attempt to solve the energy crisis with the news then uh, Reporting on those white elephant games in the backlog blog. We got podcast. We got content. If you're here, I'm sorry. Uh, if you're listening to this as a recording, thank you. Except for Dzak. Because <laughs> I know he listens and I know he's going to be pissed about that. He's going to turn also, it off and, and be like, hey, where's my royalty check? Also, if you're listening to this. Go ahead and give us like a five stars. Give us the thumbs up. Give us the old rating. Uh, anything, anything. If you're gonna give us a four star, don't do it. Don't do anything. Give us the old the five star. Cleveland bang bang. A little bit of the Cincinnati slap around. Oh, please don't do this. I don't They're know. Give us five stars on Spotify, <laughs> and you're talking about stuff that I don't understand. I don't even know what that means, but I like it. All right. 
<clears throat> we got an urban dictionary. Gosh. No, don't do the kid. Gaddy, get us out of I here just... already. Okay, yep. Uh, one, one of my wife's students. <laughs> uh, do, do, you, do you know the term shocker? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> he, he gave that symbol in okay. class. And, of course, he got in trouble from my wife. Uh, and then his mother called her, who did not speak English, and she had to help explain what the shock was. <laughs> did she mother. use yeah. pictures to, to show? I have... She 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 literally said like you have to look up on this website. No, uh, no. <laughs> I I have a story very similar that's not as offensive, but I'll tell that one off air. Awesome. Oh, there's dog on my track, but there's early adopters in our future here. So let's mosey on over to that early adopters where we play alphas, betas, and games. Everyone freeze. This is a stick up. You know, guys, I'm talking about them filthy animals. You guys play this? Oh, man. We, we played so this. so dirty. A little bit. Filthy animals. What can I say about filthy animals? You guys like Payday? Hell yeah. You like Gang Beasts? Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. Imagine if Payday and Gang Beasts had a child, and the story is just as wacky. You start out... I barely paid any attention to the introduction but it was crazy like you are an animal that has been flushed down a toilet and now you are humanoid that sounds right yeah yes yeah. yeah like more or less that's the whole thing and then this guy's like all right you filthy animals let's go rob a whole bunch of places good old tony it's basically danny devito <laughs> like <laughs> yeah what were you gonna say like, alec that's that's Frank. what i got that's a good old tony he's got your back <laughs> There we go. We can trust him. We can always trust Tony. Yeah, and I and I think that it's like it's an interesting premise that also leads into like a lot of the old like there's a there is a lot of callbacks to the payday story where you have a guy like on your in your ear going like, Yo man, you gotta go get the loop. Go ahead and grab the cash and then meet me in back and it's like very new New York accent y. And that's kind of what every single payday mission is. Okay, throw the car, throw the bags in the back of the truck and let's go. It's like okay, okay, <laughs> calm down here. You don't sound Filthy impressed things. or excited about that, Alex. So oh no, <laughs> I was I was thoroughly enjoying it. It was just also very ridiculous how much it was like trying really hard. Filthy animals. Okay. We managed to force three out of the four of us to play together just to get a feel for what co-op would be like on this and let me tell you it is everything that we wanted and more uh it had all of the good feels that you would get while playing gang beasts so watching everybody just chaotically run around and do anything that they want the controls i don't know about you guys i had a lot of fun with how sticky your hands were so if you grab something it would be stuck on there but if you turn you just like slap somebody across the face with whatever item is in there Getty ripped off the door, gripped the door off a hinge, and then smacked me in the face with it, and yep. I flew across the entire. Like the first mission is you have to rob a convenience store, and there's like multiple back rooms and safes and all this stuff, and get, we're trying to like take doors down, trying to go through a door, and Getty just rips it off and smacks me in the face with it. It's classic <laughs> Getty. Classic Getty, and then uh, you know you have to locate certain objects, try and coordinate with all of the members. Uh, fun fact. No matter how many times you try and grab money, if you don't have a bag, you're not collecting the money. 
Yep. There was one point where I don't re- I don't remember who it was, but somebody was running around like, "Why can't I pick up money?" Like, did did you did you it get a Alex. bag, Alex? And he's like, "What? Where was that?" And there's a couple of bags littered around the stage, but you know, just the pure chaos of this was a lot of fun. And there's there's multiple different goals. So there is collect this amount of money. In this stage, there was food strewn about, so it was like eat tacos. Eat tacos. Yeah. And then they throw in like a Tony Hawk. There are like uh, what? How many letters to spell out filthy throughout the yeah. stage? You got to collect all the mm-hmm. letters, and it's like okay, this is real silly. But I also like that they're there. That you could just you don't have to do every single. Uh, I don't think you have to do every single goal, but you can. And then, of course, it, it ends with like, oh, I get in the truck. Throw like we got to get in the truck, and the, you have to get the escape route. And and also at a certain point, we started to find like hidden paths that you could do this more efficiently. Like there are uh, hidden doorways and stuff. So you can sneak around back and then, Oh, you can actually kind of stealth this, mm-hmm. right? You could do certain like stealth moves where you're not really having to like be a part of it like, or be like any, like alert any alarms. And I thought that was very cool that there's these different routes you can take. And I can only imagine that that's going to be uh, enhanced and increased as the levels get more complex. Yep. It's crazy how much they already have. We, it was just a, you know, beta test over the weekend, but you could already tell, based on the objectives you completed, you could unlock points, or you get points to unlock different things like cosmetics or items that you would be able to specifically pick up in the level. The characters themselves are already just bonkers. Uh, we had elk, or maybe it was a deer, chicken, alligator. What was the what was the fourth one? Teddy bear. Teddy bear. Yeah. But these characters are just so goofy and hilarious. Just too funny to watch moving around and interacting with different stuff. You grab a costume and you put it on so that you can can inconspicuously leave, but you know, the only difference is it's like a vest. Yeah. And you're still yes. a giant walking chicken. <laughs> And I, at one point, I put on a sombrero because it was just a random sombrero, and I was like, "I'm gonna wear this now." Yep. And it was very funny. <clears throat> I identified with that alligator wearing a sombrero. So Joel was the odd man out. He didn't get the opportunity to play with the rest of us. Hey, jo- hey, Joel. Hey, Joel. Why, yeah. why weren't you able to play with us? I fell asleep. That on is the couch. a good reason. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> but how did you feel playing it? Uh, did you? Uh, get the feeling or did you try and subject your kids to some couch co-op on this bad boy <laughs> I, I could not corral anybody mm-hmm. to play with me so i i flew solo that said uh not the same experience you guys mm-hmm. had but it's still pretty fun so as a solo experience you have all the same objectives but since you're doing it yourself instead of it being kind of this coordination between several people it's almost like you're handling it more like an obstacle course uh and it's a little more methodical but it still has that sort of wacky moving around flailing arm stuff that you got there and and uh it's almost it's funny how doing precise motions with these imprecise movements how funny that always is oh yeah 
anytime that's in a game between this Dane beasts Octodad's always the mm. example I, I go back to with that there, there's something inherently funny about that and, and this is something where it's not so precise that it is frustrating uh, I had played the uh, tentacular for for VR for review earlier this year and the game was great but you have these flailing limbs and they want you to like set up towers and structures as if you're making this very precise thing and it just didn't meld right but but here i think they got the balance right awesome yeah did you get hit by a car <laughs> oh, yeah. sure did okay Okay. Didn't yeah, we we all got hit by a car repeatedly at one point. At one point, we dropped what, the last thing of money, and Alex goes, "I got it," and then just gets hit by a car. And he's yep. like, "Nope, Alex, did you get the money? No, I'm trying to get it." Got hit by a car again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Alex, quick, get the money. I'm trying. <laughs> so, very interested to see where else Filthy Animals is going to take us. Definitely don't be surprised if we bring it back onto the podcast in a couch co-op uh, get-together here in the near future. Extra life at some point as well. Wasn't going to mm. say it, but you did, so extra no, they, life. The, <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm, these, these games are my jam, you know, these couch co-op games. You know, I've been, you know, I tried a bunch of them, you know, the moving outs and the, what was that? That was the one that you were at, you were doctors in a hospital. That was really, way too complicated. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this one hits a sweet spot that I'm down for. Oh, yeah. that uh, That's really all we have for Filthy Animals. Unless you guys want to toss anything else on there? Yeah, no? I'm ready to talk about some uh, uh, You know what? Uh, <laughs> Go to I hell, you Joel. you paired with your favorite Sato. <laughs> Mr. Sato. We played Mr. Sato this week. Um... I feel personally targeted by Alex, who I'm 99% sure selected this game. I definitely saw it on Alpha Beta Gamer. Was like, "Mm, maybe. And then I started to see how businessy it was, and I was like, nah, I'm good, thanks. But lo and behold, (laughs) right onto the episode, Mr. Sato. So it is going to be Alex that describes this one, so go ahead. Okay, so the reason why I chose it is that it does seem a little businessy, but at the same time... A little? <laughs> well, okay, but the thing is, though, is that it's supposed to actually be kind of dark, and, like, from my understanding, there was, like, little disturbing bits and confusion with it. and More of, like, an undertale, like these really kind of dark tones. So <clears throat> it starts that you're a Japanese bis- businessman, Mr. Sato, and uh, your life is very depressing, and you hate it, and you just get drunk all the time and pass out in the street and then go to work and in this case he ends up in the hospital where uh there's some voice talking to him and he's like very nervous and it's actually kind of scary but then you find out it's a kid and it's this little kid who's just like snuck into his room and is talking to him and he goes i'm drawing llama worms and it's like what's a llama worm mm-hmm. and it's a it's a worm that comes out of the ground but it's the head of a llama which is hilarious and awesome. he goes this one's named mr sato and this other one's named mr sato and this third one is named Wide Wide Toe, and he's like, "Why is it Wide Toe?" He goes, "Oh, he's a little wider." Mm-hmm. No, no big. <laughs> and then the it kind of goes into like a weird dream surreal scape where you are 
the businessman Mr. Sato, and everybody is named Mr. Sato or a form of Sato, and they're all lost. Tao. What was that? Boss Tao. Mm. There's Boss Tao. I like mm-hmm. uh, Robert Tao. Robert Tao was pretty good. Irritao. Tao. What yeah. was it? The Irritao. Irritao was good. What was the dumb guy one? I was trying to remember the dumb guy one because there was one guy who was just oh, like, yeah. they put me in a corner because I'm bad at business. <laughs> okay. That's me. And then, and then later you see some graffiti that says like, this Sato has best brain, but it's spelled Brian. <laughs> best Brian. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so you just end up like doing like kind of businessy work, but in a real silly, surreal world. And then it kind of ends though with like an outro from a character who's just like, "Yeah, you should wishlist this game on Steam." And by the way, I could just create everything. Here's a bunch of toilets, and toilet. it's really like kind of toilet, like scary. Just these loud, glaring toilets start appearing. It just this game's got real like kind of undertale-y tones where it's like, "Oh, it could be funny, but it can also be real dark." Yeah. I mean, that was a, a general look at the game. Uh, but there's there's more to it than that. There's some side missions that you need to complete during the course of the demo. Uh, Joel already hinted at it, but one of them is find the metrics. Because in business, we don't know what people like until you have those metrics. And I found that infuriating. Especially because they're like, <laughs> why? Because you don't have to deal with that? No, because it, uh-huh. because it was funny because he goes, hey, are trains cool? And your character goes, yeah. I think trains are pretty cool. Wrong! We don't know don't if know trains are cool. Until we have the metrics. And at the end, you give him all the metrics. So, hey, metrics, and he looks turns out trains. Stares at for a minute. Yeah. What? Turns out trains are cool. <laughs> Jackasses. I love that. <laughs> and then there's the point where he goes, are metrics cool? And your character just freezes. It's like I don't know what the right answer is. <laughs> too late. He's too slow. You failed. Oh. Wasn't the answer something like we need to we don't know until we That's have That's what he trace. wanted to say. He was like if I say yeah. yes, then he's going to say that I don't know that. But if I say no, and then it's like you failed. Yeah. All right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, why not? Sounds awesome. I, the character designs are super cute. I mean, Llama Worm, come on. There's Llama, nothing I, mm-hmm, nothing yeah. cuter than that. We were talking about ta- video game tattoos, and now that I think about it, I would possibly get a Llama Worm tattoo. <laughs> or a plushie. Oh, I would get a Llama Worm mm, plushie. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I could get, get a wide toe tattoo. <laughs> a little wide toe, just like... I'm a finger or something. No, I want you to get the boss because he has the mustache, the big handlebar mustache. <laughs> boss? Doesn't I'm he have a it. pipe, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a pipe. Wow. Mr. Sato's just cool. Apparently, though, this is a kind of a sequel to a, a, a different game that's actually just kind of like about this guy's business life, and it kind of sucks. Like, not not the game sucks. Like, his like, he's like a very depressing game. And I have not looked into it yet, but this is apparently a sequel to that. And uh, I really liked Mr. Sato, this one that we played. Yeah. I had fun with it. Anybody else? No? Yeah. All right, time. guys. Remember, I it, so. the, the main medium, or medium that people are listening uh, to this through is a podcast. So if you're going to nod or shake your head, say it out loud. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish listed both of these games, and I think our listeners should as well. I do too. We Agreed. had a hell of a week yep. for early adopters. Check it out. If you're not checking it out, or even doing it right, no. I think I prefer Jason Tao. <laughs> Out of all of them. Okay. And he, he wears a big panda hat, oh. you know, talks about huge dumpus. Oh, <laughs> yes. He was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Good. Yeah. Everybody's yep. happy with the, yep. the situation here? Quick, get, yep. get us out. I would call it a very sticky situation. So let's go ahead and wash up in a break. We'll be back. Hey news, dry January is finally over, so let's toast to a better 11 months. Anybody drinking with me? Nobody? I don't hey. In the house. I got water. Mm. That is not yep. the best scotch I own, but it's certainly scotch, and it's on my desk. So. For the new year, Joel, I'm drinking 24 ounces before I do anything in the morning. I can't have coffee. I can't have food. I drink one of these fully. And I drink like four of these a day now. I have to pee like every 15 seconds. Who hurt you, yeah. Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Before coffee? That's yep. messed up, man. Before coffee. I'm so sorry. Better for your body to not start the day with caffeine. Let's go. I mean, you should start the day by rolling out of bed, eating an apple, and throwing the core at a small child. That's all feasible for me to do. Maybe I'll start that tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we, we already went. Super GG Radio, Hydration Nation. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, Nintendo Switch Game Vouchers have returned. Nintendo Switch Game Vouchers are a magical item that you can purchase for $100. Uh, you have to be subscribed to the online service, but with that $100, you can get two digital games, uh, and they can be the like brand new games, so $60 games. For the you get a little bit of a discount there. Who has done this before? Uh, because it did disappear and now it is back. And who intends to use it? Joel, uh, Joel. you have to use your words. It's, an it's audible, a podcast. <laughs> it's an audio format. <laughs> I I did do the vouchers okay. last time. Um, I I used the vouchers for. It was. It was Splatoon. It was a long time ago. And it was uh, Mario Maker mm. 2. And I got great use out of one of those. So That was Mario Maker, I'm going to say. Yeah. 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 Well, wait. Um, you guys are going to yeah. tell me you can buy Switch games? Yeah, here we go. Mm -mm. Mm. No. <laughs> Sounds like a ripoff. You're paying for those? <laughs> I get mine free, free sale. Three ninety nine. Yeah, but uh, I mean, one of the neat things is that you can use these vouchers towards pre-orders. So I did. It can act just as a, a pre-order bonus or some or a discount. You GameStop know. accepts these. Uh, what? Hmm? I was joking. That's not funny at all. I never pre-order pre from <laughs> electronic e-stores. I never do that. I have before. I never have. 
Yeah, I think the big hook is that you can pre-install it, right? It, there's some... Yeah, but I, I feel I feel more comfortable when I can just cancel a pre-order, and I feel like with an e- electronic store, I feel weird about that. Like, I feel like it's not a thing I can do. Like, I'm sure I can, I just don't. I mean, the amount of... So, Nintendo does have the ability for some of the products to do a pre-order for it. I've never... Like, the, the big games... I've never done it for that. When I know that it's going to be like a re-release or something, the only two games I've done it for, Final Fantasy VIII, the remaster, and then was Chrono Cross. Yeah. Cross. So just those, because I know I like those games, so I have no problem with paying the money up front. It's not like uh, didn't run out and do it on the eStore for Fire Emblem. Although... Do enjoy that. I don't know. What about Persona? Persona? I I mean, I can tell you I'm on the bonus content right now. Now, man, I got the physical for Switch because I wanted to go all out. I never got the chance to get the Extreme Edition before. Shit's wild. Fair. Did it come with all the bells and whistles? Uh, it came... All the DLC, all that BS, but that was already included, but I got... A treasure chest that looks like one of the ones from the game and then it came oh, with a okay. bunch of tarot cards uh and a catchy bag and then cool. some art cards that you with like a little frame. you gotta be careful with with what you gotta be careful with those treasure chests they might be yeah alike. alex can tell you about that i always check for uh, charms like <laughs> I, I tech for traps. I didn't do it this time. Uh, not the point. That was yeah. me. Yeah, not the, not the point. Uh, I it didn't come with a Joker mask, which is what I would want, but it's okay. I already have one. I have a skull mask. Yes, you do. We're losers. We bought that shit on, we bought that shit on Etsy. <laughs> We're so cool. Woo. All right. Moving along. Moving right along. Sony shuttering the PlayStation Plus collection. These are the ones that okay. they, they were giving out for free for uh, the longest time. Well, the reason for this, and this is like, there's a lot of like backlash against it. And I don't necessarily agree, uh, only because this was never meant to be a forever thing. No, this existed where when you got a PlayStation Five, they gave you a couple months of PS Plus, and then at the same time, there was what like four, like half decent games for the PS Five. So they wanted you to download, like, you know, play God of War, the first one on PS5. It'll be fine. You know, it's thanks for getting a PlayStation 5. Here's Last of Us again. You know, it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll replay that on my PS5. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's more what this is about. And people are kind of mad. They're like, oh, now that you everyone's going to be able to get PlayStations, let's get rid of the the reason to have one. No, that's not what this is. What? Don't you? The the reason to have it. Yeah, people were like mad. They're like, the incentive, they're giving away free games. And it's like, no, it's supposed to be for people like the early adopters to that's us who who <laughs> were who needed some games to play when there weren't that many good ones and that was okay that's that's fine that they take it away now though you if you still have PlayStation Plus and plan on continuing PlayStation Plus you can just download all of those to your account yeah right now so so those games are valid as long as you have PlayStation Plus and you've redeemed this is accurate and you 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 have to have an active PlayStation Plus membership to play those. that's with every playstation plus game in general and since the sony store is so borked 
it's even hard, like to the point that if you have a PlayStation Plus game in your account and you uh, let your PlayStation Plus lapse and you try to buy that game on the store, they say you can't. It's already in your account, but you can't access it. Oh, yep. <laughs> so you have to buy a different edition of it, like pay an extra, you know, 15 bucks for uh, to get like a bonus edition or buy a physical copy. But if it's a physical game, copies, if it's a, if it's a digital only, then you have to buy a different edition to count that you can play it off. off that the place It's fine. It's whatever. It's fine. All, all I saw is that Days Gone it was is. on that list. And so I was just like, I, I might need to pay for a month of PlayStation. That's the only one I haven't. That's the only one that I've, like, I've, because all the other ones I'm like, I've kind of played or I own. So I was looking at this list and I was like, oh, I'm going to redeem some of these and put them on my account. And I was like, I own that. I own that. I own that crap. Okay. There's nothing <laughs> really here for me anyways. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still some pretty good games. Agreed. If you don't have them. Like, I, I, oh yeah. It's a great, it's a great built in mm-hmm. library. It's just, you know, we're, we're all a bunch of fucking nerds. So I don't know what you're talking about, man. involved them. I don't have a PlayStation. Alec opened a, tr- a treasure chest when we told him not to, and it was a mimic, and that's his fault in Dungeons and Dragons. That's wow. Thank you for clarifying where <laughs> that was coming from. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for jumping back there. Okay. So, well, I was trying to go off of the fact that we're all a bunch of fucking nerds. Moving forward here. We are. Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft will not have a physical presence at E3. What? What's that? Is that a new thing? What, what's that? What, uh, what's It's a line. It's a line that you stand in. You're talking about okay. E3? Yeah, it's just a line. I mean, I, I've only heard of Get E3. Oh, well, fuck me and then, right? Meth-3. <laughs> and Meth3. And Meth3. Anybody else? This isn't really news news, if you ask me, because it, it's been increasingly unlikely that they're going to continue to go back. All of the the big names are the. I mean, this is the first year that there hasn't been a physical presence of those three. You mean in some you know, capacity? Because some of... in what the last last two years, Sony hasn't been there. Has Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Nintendo's definitely had a presence still. You know, even even as they've had the Nintendo Directs, they've still had the the floor space. You can see pictures of like. Uh, the upcoming the games of the year yeah. and, and you know booths now grant you nintendo ever since learning their lesson about metroid prime 4 is very cagey about doing announcements unless it's coming up really close yeah all but, of the stuff i've heard at nintendo's presence were always games that were already out not ever up and coming like they were still toting breath in the wild a year and a half after i remember seeing trailers for it like maybe dlc coming soon yeah, you can get a motorcycle. Vroom, vroom. You can get a motorcycle. Joel, did you ever get that motorcycle? Did you ever play Days no. Gone? Why not? What's Days Gone? <laughs> oh, no. I don't have many Next. days left, though. All right. Star Wars Jedi Survivor delayed until April. End of April here. Okay. You guys play the first one yet? Pretty... You're, you were... Huh? I was just about to ask. You're you the guys one play the first one yet? Uh, pumped for that game. You're okay no. waiting that extra time? Yeah, man. All the games that I play are at least, uh, what, 40, 50 hour long, so I got some stuff to do. There's too many games. What, uh, oh, okay, so the first game. Did you play it? You know, 
You know how good I am at Souls games. We already. Where where is this? We already on that went over scale? this. It is not as yeah, unforgiving did. as a lot of the Souls games. So, Joel, I feel like this okay. would be your Souls game. It is not so bad. I mean, okay. I, th- I, I honestly feel like this would be your Souls game. There's going to be stuff that you bounce off of because you'll need to level up or you're going to need to get more skills and stuff like that. But it's not mm-hmm. completely unmanageable. Like, it's going to take you places. It's going to be like, all right, this is, you should be able to complete this. Got it. Okay. I mean, you'll, you'll have the opportunity. I, I will I will install it on my Xbox. All right. How about that? But I'm telling you, not that bad. I think it was on PlayStation Plus for free this last month, so if you picked it up, mm-hmm. you could play it there too. Uh, what? Joel doesn't know what PlayStation Plus. Is. That's right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's go. Yep. Superfuse goes early access. All right. That's it. What Superfuse? <laughs> uh, Superfuse is a game that we're looking to cover. It's just a new indie game that's coming out. Superfuse is... Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up here. Alex uses uh, the internet. Yep. Super, the, these are some of the games that we've been looking to cover. It goes early access. It's a, it's a comic book-styled hack-and-slash, like, uh, top-down... Almost like a, like a Diablo, but it's superhero-based. Really? So, yep. And when, when were you going to tell us about this? Uh, well, when I am done emailing the developers, I, mean, I already have. I'm talking to them right now to get us copies so we can play it together. Oh, together? Hmm. Never mind. All right, Fraymakers goes into early access. Forgive me, but I don't think I know this one either. This is another uh, one that I'm looking to cover. It is. Uh, do you guys remember uh, Multiverses? Don't remember that. Yeah. Don't know what that is. Uh, it is a. Smash Bros. clone. Yep. Shaggy? Now imagine... Scoob. Okay, so... Super Saiyan Shaggy. So, and then, you know, we talked about Rivals of Aether and how, like, they, like it had some of the indie darlings in there, like uh, Ori or Shovel, uh, Shovel Knight. Well, imagine if it was just the indie darlings. Commander Video from uh, those uh, run games. What are the, those? Uh, tri- uh, tri- Bit Trip Runner. Bit Trip. Yep. Yeah. Well, Taro from uh, the, the game where you're... It's a phone game where you just have, like, ro- like laser boots. Um, the Octodad mm. and the whale from mm. Rivals of Aether uh, all in a Smash Brothers game. The cool thing about this, it only comes with four players, but it's an early access where they're going to be adding new indie darlings as they go, including the ninja from Messenger, as well as the, the I'm trying to think of the name. What do they call them? The guys from Among Us, one of the ship members from among us crew members yeah crew crew members. Member. the ki- yeah. the pixel art character from vvvvv and the gorilla from that one the jazz gorilla game that i played on the switch but anyway the point is that they're making all these indie darling smash brother games but also they're included in the game are the tools to create your own characters and move sets so they added all of this extra content there for people who want to get into slight game development, so if you want, to you uh, you remember Fighter Maker? Yes, the PlayStation One. Yes, that the, that's the vibes I'm getting right now from that description. Well, that's that's exactly the point, and that's what I kind of that's why I talked about it here is because it's you can get 
you can start doing that here. And the developers are very open about that. And that's what's kind of cool about it. Plus, also seeing all of our... Like, really, you want to see... You want to... Joel, you want to go one-on-one? Me and you, I'll be Commander Video, UP Octodad. Let's go. Where are you guys going? Keep, Final Destination. Keep in, Final Destination. Keep this in front of me. I want to okay. <laughs> scope this out. Okay. Once it... Yep. I, I, again, I've, uh, I've, uh, I'm working on the devs right now, so I'm into this. What would be the final destination of the indie gaming world? Well, let's see here. I'm seeing... I, I guess I the would... top of Mount Celeste. <laughs> okay, oh, see, oh, damn it, that's good. Okay, I'm gonna... I could just send that to them. Hey, what about the, the mountain from Celeste? Okay, I'm on board. Put on some of that music. Let's do that. There's a lot of remixes. You good now? Yep, I am. Yep. Fashion Police. Oh, Fashion Police Squad out today on all consoles, not just PC. We tried it on PC. Yeah, it came out uh, last year on PC, but now it's on Xbox Series X, PS5, the Switch, everywhere. X. What about Xbox have... Series S? Yes. Are you sure? Um, also... We have a review of it uh, from last year by uh, Big Brother of the Podcast, Philip Aruna. Did you use his full name? Did you say Philip? We're on another podcast together. Does he know that you call him that? Uh, Yes, because I tell him his name is wrong. Philip should be with two L's, not one. You're wrong. That sounds like that sounds like something you should take up with your mom, not your brother. You're I wrong. Mean, also, I mean, my middle name is supposed to have two T's, not one. Sounds like something you need to take up with your dad. Uh, well, both of them need to get better at friggin' spelling. Nope. Doesn't sound like it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, you know what that means. It's time for freebies. 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 We got a ton of freebies this week and some of them came out within the last two weeks so definitely check those out let's uh brand new freebies let's do this city of gangsters over on the epic game store this is a management tycoon game where you are uh managing mafia business while also taking part uh taking control of different branches and pieces of the city to get territory and uh it goes through uh chicago pittsburgh and detroit you can pick your your world and town and then start conquering conquering it bits and pieces and expand your empire there was a more intense version of this game this is like a simplified version technically technically yeah there's another one that came out a couple years ago that i reviewed and it was really intense. There was way too much management there. But All right. Dishonored. Death of the Outsider over on the Epic Game Store. This is Dishonored 1 DLC that was kind of a standalone story. Mm-hmm. Do you get to kill the Outsider in it? I didn't play this DLC. I still want to play this one and then part two. Wow. Thanks, Alex. Come check out Treason over on steam treason is a what the kids now call a boomer shooter we're gonna leave it at that do not explain that no. any further do not explain it any further i love no, joel do you know what no that is? don't 
Don't explain. Joel knows I what do. it is. Joel knows I what do. a boomer shooter Don't is. Don't explain it anymore. Okay. Next. Forest of Frequencies over on Steam. Third person character action adventure puzzler where it actually has a lot to do with music and the rhythm of the game. So that's a, it's this real neon light filled world where you're a creature in like this brightly lit forest and you're going and solving puzzles to the rhythm of the music of the forest. Mm. Nope. Not the oh, rhythm man, of the Oh man, I night. love that song too. This is the... It's a good one. No. Next game, Post Mouse over on Steam. <laughs> this one, I just got to say that if you're listening, you should really check this one out. Post Mouse is really cool. It looks to be a third-person character, like you're a you're a, you're a realistic mouse with a little postman suit, and you're going through the forest delivering mail to the other forest creatures, including a very large turtle and some birds. And it looks really cool. It looks very, like. <clears throat> if you guys, if you guys seen Paddington? It looks like Paddington. Yeah, yeah. it does. Oh man, that's you. You caught me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, Everybody else already game. did. Or that one with the mouse was the mouse the <laughs> little, little little. Yeah, it looks a little like Stuart, Stuart little. little. This game looks good. I'm interested. All right, bloody hell over on Steam. This is a <clears throat> this is a hack and slash like top down pixel art, uh, almost Diablo esque. Uh, it's uh, I want to say bullet hell, but you are an uh, angel fighting back the waves of hell. Mm. Yep, you're on a bloody bullet hell mission to kill Satan. All right, last but not least, Waste Eater over on itch.io. I don't usually post about itch.io games just because there's a lot of them that are just like free or demos or stuff like that. They're all little things. But this is a real like kind of suspenseful text adventure that's kind of built to make you uncomfortable. You're a person with a realistic dog head that's like got real gnarly teeth and you're uh, going through the post-apocalyptic war. Like you're just going through the lands and doing little text adventure stuff and also like, you know, interacting, like moving a, moving a thing with a mouse to your hand. And it's about 10 to 15 minutes, but it's, it's about losing your humanity and finding hope instead is what it reads here. And I'm, well, I saw this and I was like, this seems, that is seems pretty cool. the craziest thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, that's why it's on here. Again, there's a lot, a lot to parse through on HIO, but this one, like it just kind of popped up and I was like, Oh, this is, this is kind of gnarly looking, but also it does seem real. Like there's there's something there's something here, there's something right. here that I'm gonna dig into. Sounds good. All right, I think I had one too many shots during that whole news thing, so let's sober up and and take a break. back back with the backlog blog where we play games where we go nuts with generosity 
we're so generous to each other we're so nice you we sound, always you sound so we always have to force each other to play <laughs> other games so the first game that i want to talk about is pc simulator how much have you guys played that oh wait i'm sure that you haven't I played like five hours yeah, of me that too. game. That game's I, awesome. I also played Correct. like five hours. I got to where it starts to get real crazy, and they don't yeah. even tell you what they really want. They just kind of hint yeah. at it in the emails. They're like, oh, I kind of want these cool gray cables. But then it's like, wait, I thought you just wanted me to... You know what? Never mind. I What I also didn't like was that at a certain point, it's like, oh, I want this, you know, I want this, uh, this, this graphics card, and it's like... I feel like this is something. Oh, this is, but this yeah, is this is one of the white elephant games that you got from Alex. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. I thought that it was separate. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's not oh, because here. the episode no, oh, well, doc no, is not official. Huh? Okay, no, I did want to say the other part is that I got I started yeah. to like fall off when it said like, oh, I want this graphics card, and I was like, okay, and I get their computer, and then it's also uh, and they say I want it to be like powerful enough to play blank game. You have to get their computer, you run a program on it that tells you what graphics card does it need. Then you have to buy it, and it won't come for two days. And then when it co- then you have to sit there and wait with that computer and remember it in the back of your mind while you're doing all these other people's nah, computers. Nah, that's not even and the worst part, like, Alex. When you have to run, when you have to run the program <laughs> so that it does like the full test of the PC. Yeah. And you can't do anything with it. You have to wait for it to run through the whole program. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. maybe I should buy a second bench. And then I looked at it, it's like five grand. And I was like, maybe I just wait. And then sat there for another two minutes while it ran the stupid app. Oh, no, I, bu- I bought the second bench. But then I got into two builds that were like, I want this other thing. And I was like, I got to buy I gotta buy it and wait for this to ship. So I have to t- put it all back together and put it in the corner. This is, And, and I, it's not like, I'm not complaining about it as it's a bad game. But for it's me, it too became real. like... It became a juggling, a juggle, a juggling scenario, and I and I feel like I wasn't getting enough like, like instant gratification of like a job well done, and I was like, okay, I'm this is it's too much juggling. Even if you try and do the orders to get stuff to come overnight, no guarantee. Yeah, that's the fucked up part. <laughs> oh, that's real fucked up. Did you use the internet radio too? I didn't. Uh, do the internet radio. Okay, fine. Whatever. We're going to talk they, about... They do pay a lot. They do... I, oh, wait. The, you mean the yeah, music yeah. playing? Yeah. I, I. They have some cool They have some cool No, because it's actually do. internet radio through the game. It connects to the internet. Oh, is there? Yeah. I was listening to it, and it, like some uh, Whitney Houston came on, and Lisa was like, what are you playing? And I was like, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about the actual <laughs> White Elephant games that everybody got... I will jump on the grenade here, and I'll go first, but then the person who bought for me will have to go, and then we'll uh, figure it out from there. I think that that works, right? Yep, because then everybody will go in a line. Okay, so this this year I was gifted Recursive Ruin, and uh, we actually played Recursive Ruin here on the podcast as uh, an early adopter. This game is super psychedelic and stylized in all of the visuals. And the story is so so crazy, so unexpected. Uh, but you start, you know, you're a, a regular guy. You're exploring your apartment. But there's different. Uh, there's just something different about it. The way that you interact with the surroundings, uh, and then the story beats that you encounter during the course of the game, 
they're told to you through two mediums. Uh, one of them being characters that you encounter in the Recursive Ruin game, which your character constantly goes into, and then also through audio and video logs that you find uh, in different areas. So you learn more about the character's backstory, but there's some weird twists that start to happen towards the end. Um, I'll spare some of the details for it, but they kind of make you feel like a piece of shit. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> like at, at one point, they're just kind of like really ripping into you like, man, this guy should probably like die. Like nobody, nobody wow. likes you. Nobody cares about you. You're just going to turn to dust and, and ash. And I was like, wow. But what the game does really well is that each of the levels is a puzzle. And the puzzle, it allows you to go in and out. So you can interact with the environment in these wild and crazy ways. Um, so you can like make everything smaller and then take an item that exists in your instance of the game move it over like through a doorway or another window, drop it, and then expand the world again or find a way to make it through. But each time you move, uh, you run the risk of you know, moving into a different instance and it makes you have to calculate and plan every single move. The puzzles, with a few exceptions, weren't very obtuse. There were a couple of times I felt like Man, this is kind of difficult, but it has a good pace to it. Uh, not too long, but it gets crazy. Besides the talking cat, because the talking cat is something that we brought up originally on the, the podcast when we played this. Yeah. Love that talking cat. But there's cat. A, a whole crazy backstory um, about what's going on. About the talking cat? Uh, no. Nah. Not really about the cat. There's a little bit more about the cat, but most of it's, like, really dark. Like, super dark. Okay. Uh, your father is a hmm. a man of God, uh, but he's also... Uh, he's, like, a kind of a religious zealot. At the same time, he's like... Well, that's no good. This is the family business, and it turns out that you just make crack. That's the family <laughs> business. And he's like... He's that like was, real pissed at you, and he's like, "You think you can listen to this music?" And it's like metal, and he's like, "That's Satan's music." But we're gonna go make some. We're gonna go make some crack cocaine because that's what Jesus wants. Like, mm. yeah, I don't I'll say it brings I don't you closer. Know, but to there's God, a whole maybe. like interaction. There's a lot of stuff going on between the main character and his family members that you you have to you know piece together through progressing in the game, and. Uh, you never really see the character, but you see some of these other beings that exist inside the video game uh, because your character keeps going back and playing more and more of Recursive Ruin. And they are not nightmare fuel, but they are kind of creepy. Uh, one of the characters just has a void for his face. Oh, you remember that guy? I'm going to Google void yep. face. So overall, uh, I enjoyed the time that I spent with Recursive Ruin. The story just got more and more bonkers as I went through it. 
And it kind of made me feel like I was a piece of shit. But hey, it was good. You should check it out. Uh, so, Oh man, Void Face is cool. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate this purchase. And I hope that uh, I can subject you to play it fully one day. Yeah. You have piqued my interest with the description. Especially the part <laughs> about making me feel like a piece of shit. So. <laughs> You just got to pile on to your everyday experience. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Sisyphus, right? That That's the goal. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're you're up next yeah. with your that, uh, Capcom beat-em-up bundle. Right, so Alec was kind enough to gift me the Capcom beat-em-up bundle, uh, showing that clearly he listens when I talk about the games I play. Um this is a compilation that I've looked at from time to time because Capcom in this heyday where it was in their heyday back in the nineties with these beat em ups that were arcade machines. Uh, you obviously arcades, but you go to a pizza hut, you go to your gas station. These things were everywhere. You know, uh, the, this, the, the real hook up front and center yeah. for like this final fight which like that that's kind nice. of the vanilla that's like the classic vanilla flavor right and, and it's it is iconic looking it is that arcade mm-hmm it, it well and then so linked with all the street fighter stuff too i mean i think that's part of what was the the coolness at the time you could even see in that game that mm-hmm. when you get lit on fire it is that same look that you get in Dol- street fighter Dol-Seam. 2 where you're inflamed and just sort of like yeah yeah dulcine flames and uh, th- there's some characters that end up in other Street Fighter games. One's uh, Ronaldo, which is la- later uh, a character that shows up in the Street Fighter Alpha series. Um, Hugo is another one, and Poison. And you know, guy. A couple other ones. And I don't remember yeah, any. And of the those guy characters. was guy was in the Alpha series. I want to say, and and Mike Hagar mm. was in a lot yes. of Capcom, like Mar- like Marvel vs. Capcom. I, I want to say Hugo and Poison were Street Fighter Four, Alec. So then you, you know, you'll never know. Uh, yeah, and I think that no. Hugo yeah. was maybe in Street Fighter Three as well. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. He does. Uh, but but anyway, that that was the main hook. But truth be told, it is sort of the most uninteresting. <laughs> of of all these different games uh, because it is that sort of standard bearer and, and final fight is a very basic skeletal structure right it's you have your walk you've got your hit button you got your jump and then you've got your super move that sort of spins you around and then there's weapons on the ground whatever and it's all very stiff and the problem with that game if i had a critique is that it is clearly made to chip oh, yeah. away at your pocket full of tokens. Like, unashamedly. That's, that's how it was <laughs> in the past. Absolutely, that's how they did it. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I remember as a kid having to go through like four quarters to get through the first level alone. So it was <laughs> okay, I, I did what you are. But you get to the later half of the levels and you go to rooms where there is 10, 10 enemies just floating around on screen chasing you like a swarm of bees you know um so it was a little bit of a, a grind but it was a nice revisit it's it's one of those like it's uh mm. 
Comfort food. Comfort food's the word. Mm. Now, the other dames, I won't go through all of them, uh, but for posterity, it's mm-hmm. Captain Commando, the King of Dragons, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate, cool. Armored Warriors, and Battle Circuit. So, Honestly, Knights of the Round was the big reason I saw that one for you. Yes. Actually, both of, both that and the King of Dragons were very, very cool games there. I forgot for Knights of the Round how action-oriented it is. Like it, Some of these beat-em-ups, they don't us a few buckets, and some of them are sort of that stiff-rote action. Some of them are the, sort of the RPG elements. And this one was action that felt very versatile. The, the characters all felt pretty different. There were actually sort of move sets when you're playing as well and that you know old uh knights of the round setting really suits a, a beat em up pretty well and it's it's a genre that i never had much exposure to or, or setting i should say uh growing up and then the king of dragons conversely is that rpg style format almost like gauntlet where you would choose your character and that character would level up as you fight through and, and get items that turned your uh, combat abilities up more. So uh, you would play a wizard, and then that wizard staff would start from like a basic puny laser thing, and then by the mm. end it would be like throwing lightning nice. storms at these waves of enemies. Uh, so, so very cool visually, aesthetically. That one, funnily enough, had like 18 levels on it. So, so you think in terms of... Like the cost of playing that game. Oh yeah, I remember cheating on it <laughs> in Super Nintendo, and I still never beat it. Yeah, yeah, and it's the, the funny thing is, though is like functionally, it is again a very good playing beat 'em up. It's just that it's so long, and the the characters while they're all like they're all different, but it's by margin, like a small margin, so you don't get that much diversity in, mm. in who you play as there more than aesthetically but and but it did have a very epic end fight you you fight a huge dragon that it's mostly just its head floating around (laughs) and chewing at you and shooting flames so the the other only other one i will bring to attention here uh just to stay concise is armored warriors so so armored warriors is a mech game uh and you were basically uh, doing combat between Earth and I want to say, was it Mars <laughs> or, a, or a fictional planet? But but either way, it, it was kind of funny with the mech battle stuff because they showed this kind of thing in the Warriors of Fate game too. But when you are slicing things with a sword in Armored Warriors and it's a, their killing move, they will actually show it split in half. Oh, nice. And, and, like, split apart and blow up and stuff. So, nice little bit of attention to detail there. The the approach to how they handle the items and upgrades and pick-me-ups are cool, too, in that you are picking up weapon parts or mobile parts and affixing them to yourself. So, like, you can get tank treads if you want to do that instead of walking. You can pick up, like, a big hammer arm or a gun or a laser sword if okay. you want to be slicing people in half right so it's there's a lot of uh modality uh interchangeability that 
made it very quickly able to switch oh, cool. things up, and they drop these items. Good customization, on you all the time. really. So, it. Mm-hmm. There was another game that came out for the Sega Genesis around that era, uh, Cyborg Justice, that had a lot of the same uh, mentality where you could rip arms and treads and stuff off of enemies and pop them on your own body. I'm writing what was that it called? down right now. Take <laughs> note. Cyborg, Cyborg Justice. Justice. Huh. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I don't want to linger on that because I, I could talk about this for a while, but overall alec great choice uh i had a, a lot of fun going through the sort of uh grand tour of, of these classic beat-em-ups and uh i appreciate it you know what that means You're welcome yep means it's my turn so alex gave me a citizen sleeper in this game you wake up on a space station in a rented body from a mega corp and you have no idea really what's going on it you get the impression of but you know that from who the person who wakes you up that your body is sort of uh, planned obsolescence that you (laughs) (laughs) that's what he said no by a god no i said uh, technically aren't isn't our bodies planned obsolescence by god I suppose, but the people who you rented your body okay. out make a a um, serum that you can use to prevent the obsolescence. Oh. And so that's... And you're discovering things as you go throughout the story. It's very text-based. You have locations that you can go to and spend money that you earn or you have a pool of dice that you can spend every day um and these dice are your main mechanic they determine your likelihood of having positive neutral or negative outcomes on an event and that will affect other meta game aspects that progress the story or things like that like you've got the guy who wakes you up he has a debt that he's paying off and the more time that you spend there the quicker Hmm. his debt comes calling yeah it's very neat oh very cool it all takes place on a space did you make it all the way through fun okay I have not about how far you're in but it's I'm probably about a third of the way through. Uh, it's it's about only about six hours to beat. My game time is a little off because I've had to know what that's like. Yeah. I stepped away from the computer. Okay, well, for sure. But it's if you definitely gonna need get to you. come back and and report back a little bit more. You know, you always can, Alec. Yeah, I'm interested to Ooh, I just might to find out what happens too. I know that that was a very highly regarded game this last year so we okay yeah the storytelling is really deep 
I uh, if you like end up liking this game, part of how I found Citizen Sleeper was that the same developer made a game I reviewed a few years back called In Other Waters, that was very abstract storytelling about a, a crash landed spacecraft and trying to survive on that planet. So, um, I'm glad to hear you're enjoying it. So, yeah, In Other Waters. Yes. I'll have to take a look at that. I too. remember this one. Okay, yeah, this is very cool. This uh, in other waters as well. Didn't realize the same people. Ah, I'm throwing stuff over here. Well, you know what that means. That means it's me. I'm the last person, and Getty got me a copy of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So, uh, it. Kakarot, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is very much a retelling of the Dragon Ball series and a Dragon Ball Z. And if you don't know about Dragon Ball Z, this is a great way to experience the stories of the game of the of the the anime. Um, for those of you who have played it, I will tell you that this or who have seen the show, I will tell you that this game is roughly like seventy percent cutscenes. Uh, 20% uh, anime battles, and then another 10% of o- weird open world, and I, that none of that is a bad thing. It's actually very it's it's very fascinating to me how the game works. So they will give you the cutscene for uh, an episode. So there, it's broken down into this, the four main Dragon Ball Z sagas, the uh, the intro saga with Raditz. Uh, then uh, with the Saiyans, the Saiyan saga. Then there's the Frieza saga, the Cell saga, and then the uh, the Boo saga. So those are the four of them. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I was trying to do the mental math. The Raditz, here. Raditz is the is the Saiyan saga. There you go. I said Raditz. Okay, first, well then that makes more sense. So, so Saiyan, yeah, four Frieza. You go to Namek. And then there's uh, then there's the Cell Android Saga, and then there's the Majin Buu Saga. That's four. Okay, just making sure. I only got through I only got through half of Metrics. it because it is actually a relatively long game. I played about fifteen hours of it, so I got through the two sagas. That was actually my goal. I was like, I want to finish at least the first two sagas because I want to get the the gist of the game and so okay so they give you this this open world where you can go to different parts of the map you can go to kami house where you'll find uh master roshi you can go to the sky palace and go hang out with your friends you can go explore the city the main city where bulma lives in capsule core you can go do all of that and they will provide you occasional side quests that will kind of reference the rich history of say even like dragon ball at one point i had to go find launch which launch is, yeah, launch is a, oh, kind of a wow. deep cut uh, for the the series, and you know she she's literally in a giant argument with somebody, and then uh, you know she transforms into her second form, and she's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yep, because she, she sneezes. sneezes. So they do <laughs> they pull a lot of that. They actually will have little like clips and screenshots from Dragon Ball to like give you history sometimes that you can like sneak away and find, which is fascinating as well. It's like oh, this is like. They're really proud of the history of the show, and I and I like that about that. It's like it's a really good love letter. But the other part of the open world is that they give you 
like they're saying, oh, by the way, we have all of these mechanics. We have a cooking mechanic. We have like a training mechanic. We have a machine building mechanic where you can craft things. And it's like, for what purpose? I don't know. I haven't used really any of it. <laughs> and I'm halfway through the game. It sounds awesome, though. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it is awesome. And then you have like these wide skill trees with <clears throat> probably like three to four dozen different like skills and sets and all their abilities of all the characters they use but the tricky part is all of it is tied to the story so you don't like they there's like oh there's all these like uh there's like randomized enemies and they even start putting like far cry fortresses where there'll just be points on the map where there's a bunch of enemies and a giant fortress you have to destroy and then once you do that you get bonus loot like bonus uh, food and grinding and crafting materials, but it's like for I don't I don't know why because if you do the story, your character they level you appropriately, mm. so it's like oh Goku fought uh, fought mm. uh, he he fought Vegeta and then he beat him and then it's like oh great I was level twenty and then the next fight uh, Vegeta gets like his, his even stronger and because you almost died and you got healed you gained another ten levels good for you now go fight vegeta again <laughs> it's like oh okay like i mean mm-hmm. yeah great i don't have to grind i don't have to train i just do the story and then like they they the the frieza saga ended and they're like great and after and everybody did such a great job in the battle even yamcha is like an extra 30 levels here you go Oh, nice I'm like, okay i'm like okay I want Yamcha to have some exactly. You know, they want him to still be still. relevant for the time being. So it's it's very funny that they added all, they have all this extra stuff in there when it's like I don't and even like going across the world, there per per section of like oh here if the story mode some sometimes the story mode is go from point A to point B with no side quest in between. It's just like and it's sometimes it's like you you fly for like fifteen seconds and it's like oh great you finished that part of the story next part of the story it's like whoa. Oh, okay. Okay. But that was <laughs> that was the TV show, too. It was like, oh, man, we got to get there. How many episodes yeah. of the Frieza saga was Krillin, or were Krillin and Goku just flying? Yeah. It was yeah. like six episodes, like three to that. six episodes, I want to say. They were just, like, trying to book it across the planet. Yeah, and they, they definitely, like, fast-forward through okay. that a yeah. lot. But it's... But it's very funny that that like they even like there was a point where it's like oh you beat Frieza with Piccolo great job and then it's like okay next story beat and they give you the open world again and then it's like Frieza's right in front of me and they're like walk a foot in front of you or you can go explore Namek but there's no side quest so don't worry about it or you can like grind materials I guess or you can just I'm, walk one foot I'm in front interested of you, like to move know the stick for like a second what the but, what you actually get out of grinding materials and like building some of this other stuff well you get i know that you get uh you get perks um so there's so he, again one of the mechanics that i is very confusing is you get medals so they're little like character portraits so every new character you get every, like and even if they're like little tiny characters i have a nail i have a nail one you know nail from namek Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple other people, you just get yeah. them. So you get these little portraits, and you put them on what they call community boards, which is like just another skill tree. And if you put the the appropriate people in the appropriate spots on the skill tree, you get a bonus to food buffs, and you get a bonus to like healing Terrible. items in okay. battle, which I don't use. 
or you get a bonus, you know, 5% damage. And I'm like, well, that's pretty good, I guess. But that's like another thing where it's like every time you meet a new character, you can kind of put in a new point in another skill tree that I guess is kind of just passives. So there's a lot of like the, the battles, them, the battles themselves. Can you maybe go into a little more detail about how a, that yeah, plays? They're, really, they're of really a lot anime of fighter to. Uh, oh, it's okay. anime fighter as hell, but it feels good. So you have uh, you have your 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 A button is just um, is dodge, so you can like you know blink and like like your character like disappears for a second. Uh, then you have your punch and your key beat, okay. your key blast, and that's pretty much it. Your combo, who you'll be punching, and your guy kind of hones in on one enemy, and you can key blast. But then, if you hold your left bumper, it's your list of like, oh, I can kamehameha whenever I want. I can, you know, if I'm Krillin, I can destructo disc whenever I want. I can do my solar flare. It just gives you a list. And then, on the right Very bumper, nice. if you have somebody like fighting with you, you can call in some of their abilities. Mm-hmm. Like you can, like I've had. Uh, when I was fighting Frieza and it was Gohan and Krillin, I had Krillin Solar Flare stunned Frieza and then I Kamehameha. Be honest. Uh, Do you yeah. call in Tien and then he Solar Flares and then Chiaotzu jumps in and explodes and kills himself? I have not gotten control of them yet. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that, that is my favorite part of yeah. Ball Fighters. Uh, no, Chiaotzu! It's so yeah. good. Okay. Just curious because I know that We've played some uh, some DBZ in the past. Oh yeah. So um, the the fighting is really fun. It's very uh, frenetic. You knock people through, you know, whole mountains and stuff like that. And it gets it actually gets kind of difficult. But I will tell you that I've I've only not S ranked one fight. Everything else has been S ranked. And also each section of like chunk of story is roughly two to three fights max. And then it kind of moves into the next part. Like, it's like, oh, okay, good job. And then it ends. And then it's like, okay, next part. And so they're actually like, it's supposed to be like TV episodes. And it's roughly eight episodes per saga. So it's like, oh, great job on that episode. Thumbs up. And I actually, I started building a super cut of every time I took a quest. It was like a little jingle. And I gave a, f- a freeze thumbs up when I was streaming it the other day. But I digress. Um, go ahead. So... Quick question with like the yes. story beats and everything. You were talking about Gohan and Krillin fighting Frieza. That's obviously in a show, a fight that they don't win. Do you still win that fight? You, well, <laughs> it's it no, you you win the fight, quote unquote, to move the story forward. Then Frieza yeah, gets yeah. The crap. Okay. Out. So they oh, want okay. they, they want to get to that point. So you have to get to that point. Like they're like Frieza's got a health pool, but when it's when it's, you know, Gohan and Krillin, that health pool is much smaller. But then, you know, when it's, like, Goku, it's like, oh, he's got, like, seven health bars. Okay. So they do give you a little bit. They do try to keep it, keep it accurate to the story. You know, they do. And, they and again, all the characters have their own abilities that you've seen. You know, I'm Vegeta. I'm Gala gunning everybody and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Nice. And it, it's just overall, like, again, a, a good like love letter to everything. Sometimes you're fighting red ribbon army robots for no reason other than, Hey, remember the red ribbon army? And I'm like, that's cool. That's really like nice thing to do. And, uh, you know, just showing that you cared about <laughs> nice series, to so. beat up a whole bunch of red ribbon soldiers. Yeah, man. They're bad people. Also Dr. Briefs, man. I'm on board. I like Dr. Briefs, Mr. Popo still a problem. <laughs> 
It's, it's just, yeah, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> but no, it's, um, I'm really enjoying it. I am going to continue just because uh, I, as a child in America, America, uh, when I grew up, Goku never went Super Saiyan. If you remember correctly, that did not get translated till we were older. So Konami would run really? up until the final fight with Frieza and then rerun from the beginning again. Yeah. Tanami. So, uh, Tanami. Tanami, yeah. So, because of that, I never, like, I, I, you know, of course I've seen it. I've seen the whole series now. But I just meant in, ingrained in my brain, uh, I've seen every episode of DBZ pre-Super Saiyan probably a thousand times. So, I, I, I would like to be get more of the Cell stuff and more of the Majin Buu stuff uh, for the time being, just so I can kind of remember what that was like. Also, Super Saiyan, like going Super Saiyan and going Kaioken is like, you, you're playing the game and you're like, oh, this is fun and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, but now it's the Super Saiyan fight with Frieza. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be, oh, I'm just... I am smoking here. I am destroying. And, and this looks <laughs> like, like they really make you feel the power to the point that I just like, I'm like, oh, he is, the camera's blurring a lot. <laughs> he is really fast. So it's good. Mm. It's very, it's very fun that way. And I, uh, just in general, I think that this is a, a real, this, this was a good choice. This was a very good choice. So thank you. You are welcome. It was the right price. And I'd been I'd been kind of curious about it for a while. the The open world thing is kind of a mystery to me. I'm like, I'm I'm doing it, and I'm doing every side quest just to kind of, just because I'm like, I I like this. There's no reason not to do it. I want to see that what what they have written. Even though some of it's like, oh, we're tourists and we would like these gems. Go find me these gems, and you're like, okay, whatever. But it's it's still just it's more of something that I'm enjoying. So whatever. Good. All right. We made it. We handed in our first homework assignment of the year. Uh, too bad we already have two more on deck. So, ha 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 ha. <laughs> Give the other one two weeks because, from what I understand, <laughs> we're going to have a guest next. Oh, week. that's what you think. I'm kidding. I, I have no idea. And we we may actually have a guest. That's what I think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. You wrote some name in the doc this week, and then you texted something completely different. Like, I don't know if you spelled it wrong on purpose or what. <laughs> I had a good time with that. All right. I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's, uh, that's good homework for me. I think that we've earned a small break here. So let's move on to one last thing. This week's one last thing is brought to you by, I don't know, uh, Starfield. That sounds, that feels right. I didn't say Starfield uh, during the episode yet this week, so... Yeah. Are we sponsored by it? Shout out to no. Starfield. Shout out, shout out to Starfield. <laughs> you ain't coming out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of these days, maybe. Okay. Uh, my one last thing. Uh, Dead Space 2023. Pretty good. Am I going to go play, back and play it again? Yeah, I think I'll probably give it another run through. Alex, uh, let's see here. Um, 
I, I'm now that we finished one homework and are going into another. I'm hoping that I could kind of get to playing some of that Dead Space. I played like an hour and a half, and I was like, "Man, that sure is great," and I really liked it. And it wasn't as scary as I would have wanted, but I definitely am like ex- not not what I would have wanted. It's not as scary as I was dreading. So it'll. Probably Can be I scary, ask you? But still, how much are you enjoying the? Whenever you go over to a switch and it's like, all right, you can have the doors or you can have the lights. Uh, (laughs) It's like, well, I, there's so much, there's so much like use this flashlight and I'm like, this flashlight doesn't do shit. I'm just going to miss everything. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. Joel. So, uh, Alex got me the Tapcom beat em up collection. Which has helped me juice my numbers Dude, for the beat list. Is that sustainable? Right it's literally. twelve games a what? month now. That's your average. Eleven <laughs> games a month. I uh, right right now I am working on playing something called the Wonder Boy <laughs> Collection, which is a collection of go. the Wonder Boy series. And I, I have a question: If I play the same game in six different region versions. <laughs> Do they each count as a win? My vote is I no. don't think. What do you mean by different region? Like, so so this collection it has a few things. Number one, you can separate it by like are they, the version that are came they out different, in different numbers regions of the world? Uh, are they different in no. any way besides language? I I think like, it would have know. to be a different game. There is also, or I would even say. I would say original There's also versus for, remake. For one like type. Original, and then you like, oh, I also played this like remake then, of it. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, that's like if like Getty played Dead Space what 20, oh. 2003 and Dead Space twenty twenty three. That counts as two games. Okay, second question. Uh, for one, let's say Wonder Boy one. Uh, they will. They have copies of for say like uh, Genesis. Master System, PC, Arcade. If I beat those individually, do those each count as beats? Again, is it like a situation where it's like Aladdin for SNES is different than Aladdin for Sega Genesis? How am I supposed to know that before? <laughs> the internet is a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, just have I to Google, Google it. Google search on that one. Mm. I can't, in good conscience, say that if you play the same game six times, like I could play the look, the the looker for, you know, three hours straight, and I could beat it probably six times, and I'm not going to count it six times. Hmm. If it's the All same right. game and you're just playing it over and over again, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, last year you were goosing your numbers with Sonic games, which I still am saying that's fine. You should probably go play. We should play Sonic 4. I think there were a couple of games that didn't even... They yeah. made it onto the list before he finished him. them, too. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted them. I'm going to go beat Sonic I think Sonic it's because Alex briefed you <laughs> enough. Huh? Uh, Alec, you're one last thing. Do you know people get together and actually race cars in real life? Little yeah. pine ones made out of oh, pine Oh, my brother wood? just did that. Is it is it a seasonal thing? Yeah, because it's a seasonal thing. my brother just did thing. that with his kids. It, okay. It's a seasonal thing. This weekend is Pinewood Derby, and hey, <laughs> anybody need to buy Girl <laughs> no, Scout cookies? Alec, I do. You know I'm good for mm. like 60 to 80 bucks. Was that like, yeah. like six right. boxes or something? I'll hit you, you know up what? next Saturday. Yeah. Oh. Fi- uh, Jesus, oh, yeah, Alex. Like 40 bucks. <laughs> 
Dude, I stock up for like the year, man. What do you do with them? Do you, you like put a box under a chair leg? Because <laughs> you have so many of them. You put, it, oh. you put them in the freezer. And man, yeah. those adventure foals, man, those I love go me great some thin mints. Thin freezer. mints, yeah. All day. I can get behind some thin mints. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, let's uh, end this. We're running a little bit long here. And we started late. I've never been on a podcast that didn't start on time. Just kidding. We never start on time. Okay. That'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where if it's Thursday, you're probably watching us. Like right now. Are you watching us? No? Hello. Okay. My camera went out. I can't uh, do I'm pretty sure my They're wife not. said she was trolling us, so. Oh, good. Fantastic. <laughs> she is. <laughs> uh, if it's. Hey, if it's the weekend, then we definitely have something going on on Sundays. No, maybe Saturdays. Joel, are you back to a, a, a streaming schedule yet? No. I play Vampire, I play Vampire Survivors, Survivors and Vampire Survivors Accessories. <laughs> Thank you, Hank. <laughs> yes. If if they would if they would sell like little. Uh, you characters on keychains or something i'd, I'd buy one yeah i'd shoot i'd buy I a blind would too. One of those. and i just want the dog all right there's a dog yeah. in that game <laughs> uh monday oh, yeah. is yep. alex is gonna make his way through dbz kakarot hopefully i think i'm gonna keep playing it on Backlog. That's a fun. One. Based on what you said, it sounds like it's a lot of fun, and it would probably be even better to watch because you don't have to deal with any of the, the extra tr- garbage. Also, when he went Super Saiyan, I just <laughs> screaming, so I apologize <laughs> to anybody who was watching. Yeah, I imagine that your daughter was probably in the room and like turned around and looked at you like, "What is going on?" <laughs> uh, if it's what that was. Mondays. If it's Tuesdays, Alex is still doing some skate and chill. I missed this week. I had a I had a whole other thing, but it's going to be podcast. Yes, yeah. so don't worry. But then after that, I'll be doing skate and chill. Yep, definitely uh, check that out. Um, yeah, that's that's it for streaming right now. Maybe we'll change some things up now that we're in February. It's crazy. This year is flying by. If you'd like to, I don't know. I'm, How is it? February we're almost already. at episode 200. I'm scared for that because I feel like it's going to be a shit show. More than it normally is. I hope so. <laughs> <I> hope so. <laughs> if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Now, just to say just to say that we don't have a po- uh, an email section of our podcast only because people aren't emailing. If you were to email... We would definitely have an email section. What if I email us? I will have an email section. <laughs> yep, and answer Are you those serious? <laughs> oh, okay, Elliot. fine. I'm just gonna give out the email address and send it to some of my customers at work and <laughs> see see what fresh how we can stir up. We're not doing TPS reports. <laughs> All right, I already said thanks for listening. No, no. So, uh, GG Alex, good game, GG Joel. GG Alec. Good night. GG.
Oof. Ugh. Typhoon. Ugh. I burped and it was Typhoon. Yeah. Typhoon from the outset kind of smells like feet. <laughs> okay. So burping it back up was kind of smells like feet. It's like just throwing up in your mouth, huh? <clears throat> kind of. And that's how Thailand smells, so. That's offensive. I like yep. Thailand. I like Thailand a lot, but that place does not smell pleasant. It's their food and spices. The food and spices. It just like... It, the, the smell it just, is it just fouls up their sewer system. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 it's, no, no, no. There's live food carts everywhere, and like all the restaurants are so small that they just put tables, like in the sidewalks. Mm. So food is just hitting you in the face all the time. Hitting so, you in the face all the time, just like us. A lot of cockroaches too. Anyway, it did not hinder my love of their street food. Oh, we certainly went somewhere already. 